welcome to Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Radhanilia, and today I have a very special Hosh. She is an evolutionary astrologer and an intuitive coach. And I'm so excited to have you today, Sarah. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm super stoked to be here. So I just got an incredible astrology uh, chart reading done from you, Sarah, and it was it was such an amazing experience. Oh, that's so great to hear. Yeah, it was super fun doing that right before we did this. I'm super excited to keep going. I know. I feel like I feel like there's so many little pockets of information that if everyone got their chart done, they would understand themselves so much more. So I wanted to ask you, how do you think you know astrology is important in empowering people? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, the reason I love astrology is because of that and how that's impacted me in my journey. Um, but because I, the astrology I do is modern astrology, it's archetypal and evolutionary. So it's not deterministic. It's not predictive. It's more about working in layers and working with the symbolic language of the chart to have a deeper insight into personal self-awareness, to see ourselves through this lens that gives us space for more self-acceptance and ultimately authentic self-expression. Um, you know, I, there's so many people who think I'm a, my son is in Capricorn. I am a Capricorn. And sometimes there's just, that's, that can be kind of heavy because there's so mm-hmm. many other nuances. There's, there's so many layers in the chart and no chart is the same. Even if two people had the exact same chart, everything lives on a spectrum. And so it's not going to be necessarily expressed in the same way. So I love that it really taps us into seeing ourselves from that unique perspective in a way that's like, that's a gift rather than a detriment, something that we're always trying to like run away from or change or, you know, reject Mm. ourselves. So beautiful. And, and as you know, each one of us now do the different nodes move around or how, how does that work for the, for the note? Well, anything in the natal chart. So when we do a natal chart reading, any of the planets on that chart, those are, are fixed. So those are going to be there your entire life. What changes okay. is how they're activated by the transiting planets in the sky currently. So as the, the planets are always in constant motion, you know, in our day to day, moment to moment, and as mm-hmm. they move and in the sky, they're going to transit different parts of our chart. And then it's like, it's an activation of that energy in our chart and it comes alive within us. And we're able to really see it in our, in our real life circumstances, rather than just an internal experience. It's live. It's like, all right, now we're ready. We're going to work with it. Um, so it's really fun. You know, you get to work with different parts in different times and it's all just, it's like, it's all preset in the, in the perfect way for everybody, you know? Huh. That's incredible. I was so surprised to find out that I was a triple Pisces. <laughs> I thought yeah. I was like a double. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, and I mean, technically like other astrologers would, would disagree with me on that possibly. It's just that you have uh, a conjunction with your moon and Neptune, which is the ruler of Pisces. And so, yeah, I mean, Girlfriend's got a lot of Pisces energy. We don't have to do that. <laughs> it's, it's so, but it's so fascinating. And I think you can learn like where you're also, you know, where your strengths and where your weaknesses are. And I wouldn't call them weaknesses. I would just say places where, you know, you can, you can actually strengthen, but it's, it's important to see where you could strengthen yourself more so that you can be more balanced. Yeah. And it all starts with that awareness. 
You know, mm-hmm. I think that that's what I love about the astrology is it shines light and wakes us up to these things and a perspective that allows us to say, Ooh, you know, that has always been something that's kind of felt like something I had to work against or I had to deal with. And now it's, it can be an alchemical transformation into an opportunity into a gift. Mm. And it's like, Oh, I have awareness of this energy. And I know mm-hmm. that, yes, maybe it's been expressing itself through me in this way, mm-hmm. but now I can understand and, and kind of educate myself on the spectrum of, of options I have and using mm-hmm. my free will, my human will, I can, I can go a different direction. Mm. That's so gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, people just like, they just watch their astro- you know, astrological forecast every month just for their sign but you have your rising sign there's so many different placements and we are we're actually everything right we have everything in our chart exactly exactly and we are all just ex- a unique expression of how those energies are conversating and coming together specifically through us because really they're all mm. just channeling through us um mm-hmm. which is just so fascinating you know to know that everyone has within them Pisces. It's just, it's channeled Mm -hmm. in a different way. It's expressed in its own place, Um, which is just, yeah, it's really cool. And I definitely recommend anybody who is into, you know, doing their daily horoscope, um, doing your sun sign is great. If you know your rising sign, that's almost even better just because it's Mm. more specific to the place, the house, Mm -hmm. which in astrology, the house is the where in our life. So it gives more Mm -hmm. context to, where that energy is actually being activated, what kind of context in our life. So good to know. I just, I love, I love learning new things. Astrology is something that really fascinates me. Um, and there's just so much to learn about it. But let's jump into the June forecast because here we are in June yeah. already. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so excited. It was so fun to, <laughs> to look ahead at the energy of June coming so out. So what would you, what would you want to tell people like where, what, where does the energy lie as far as astrology goes? Do we have any retrogrades coming up? Yeah, it feels like there's so much happening in June. Um, but a lot of it seems to be a call to really refine any kind of actions that we're taking from the inside out. So mm-hmm. we have two, we have two retrogrades, Neptune stations retrograde um, on the 18th of June, which ret- Neptune retrogrades every year. So this isn't something that's a huge deal, but it is something that we can be aware of and work with um, as Neptune has to do with our intuition, our, you know, psychic sensitivities, and also our ability to kind of have a vision for the future or a vision outside of our everyday reality. Um, Mm -hmm. So to have that go retrograde, it's kind of like going inward to listen for, for those visions and really get in touch with that inner voice to, to guide us. And then on top of that, we have a Mars retrograde happening just about a week after that on June 26th. So that is a really big deal. Mars only retrogrades every like 18 months or so. So um, this is super exciting that we are having this happen at the same time because Mars Mm. is our, it's our active, you know, force. It's our energy, our drive. It's what we, you know, what we do, what we put out and um, it's going retrograde. So it's really asking us to check back in. Like, what are we doing and why are we doing it? You know, like where are we putting mm-hmm. our energy? And it's all this call to have a really strong inner directive, I think, is is what I'm getting mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and oh. really just refining our ability to authentically express ourselves. And that takes a lot of that takes a lot of introspection and reflection and kind of time away from 
the, the world so that when we participate, we come from a place of, of, you know, really strong internal integrity and, and understanding of what matters and, and all of that. Wow. And so Mars, so Mars, when I think of Mars, like I always thought of it like planet of war. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's action, it's movement, it's force, but so the planet goes retrograde. What does that really mean? You know, when, you know, does it, is it going to, is it going to make things slow down or. Yeah. How does that so- work? So what it means when a planet goes retrograde is that basically it slows down to the point that it appears to be going backwards in the sky. Um, mm-hmm. So re- anytime a planet retrogrades, it is an opportunity to do a lot of those RE words. So review, <laughs> reflect, mm-hmm. rewind, um, anything. Yeah, it is a little bit of slowing down and really going within Mm -hmm. taking the time to really rediscover, re-educate ourselves, reframe kind of how we're working with that energy. So Mm. with Mars, he is the planet, um, the archetype associated with the warrior. And I'm I'm glad you brought that up because it's going to be a big lesson here since it's going to be in Aquarius, the sign of, um, you know, it's like humanity and, Mm -hmm. and it's really fighting for all of this justice. There's so much, there's so much happening right now in the world and collectively that people are really like standing up, finding their voice and Mm -hmm. joining these collective groups. Um, Mm. And it's, I think it's going to be really calling us out. Like how often do we drain our energy and, and redirect that fuel in a way that's really not helpful. And Mm. we're starting to like almost fight against the fear or the disenchantment that were that that really drove us to this vision for this better future, this better collective future, um, and how can we redirect that energy to fight for? So it's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of reviewing. Like when when are we fighting against, and can we let that go to really give more to the cause that we're fighting for? Have more of an mm-hmm. impact rather than a fight, you know. Oh, it's beautiful. So finding, maybe finding new ways, maybe it's sort of like a pause on the fighting, but, but like Aquarius is really like, they're forward thinking thinkers, you know, it's, they're um, futurists is what they really are, the Aquarius energy. And so mm-hmm. is that how, is that when it, when it's in a sign and it's going retrograde, you know, um, how does that affect, does it amplify the Aquarius energy for that yeah. period? Or, Definitely. Mm-hmm. And you can even look to the last few weeks, Mars has been in his shadow phase, really um, preparing to station retrograde and Mm. will continue to. So he's moving much slower. He's usually, you know, only in one sign for eight weeks or so, but because he's moving so slowly, he's really, it's like everything we're learning right now, everything we're doing, it's, Mm -hmm. um, it's like bigger because it's, we have more time to kind of like really chew on it, you know? Oh, um, it's expansive. Is it, it expanding is, in a way or it's just it opening is, up? But it's almost like an expansion mm-hmm. through a deepening because it's, mm. it's really getting in touch with, you know, I think a lot, you think about the future thinking, this is such an important part of it is that how often do we have some sort of vision for the future or some sort of ability to really like think forwardly and then we speak it to the wrong source or mm-hmm. dump it in a place that's really not helpful. Um, and then because of where we did that, the feedback we get, we meet the opposition, the resistance out of, mm. out of phase in that vision mm-hmm. that was just too sensitive, too fragile. 
So Mars is also, he's, he's also the planet of discernment and like boundaries and back off, you know, Mm. you know, like don't cross me. And if you cross me, that's anger. The emotion anger is always a sign, a call for boundaries, whether it's crossing Mm. our own boundaries or having our boundaries cross, cross, it's always like a sign to reflect, like, where do I need to have more, more boundary? And so for having in this sign, it's like, it's not that we are holding back what we believe or what mm-hmm. we're excited about. It's more about just creating an intelligence of how we work with it and how mm-hmm. we, how we give it out and how do what do we do with it? Are we just throwing it out because we're just like, Oh, I just have so much to say. Um, or can we have an intelligence about it and know that, you know, first let me get in touch with the right people. Let me make sure that I have the right words, you know, um, so that it can really reach farther rather than just have that Ooh. initial impact. And then kind of burn out. Um, and we talked about that too, just that idea of really harnessing the fire. And that's, mm. you know, this is, this is where it's going to be fun because this is where we're, the learning is going to come in. When Mars is retrograde, you might feel like your fire is either just, you know, burning, causing like these huge fires, <laughs> these forest fires, mm-hmm. or it might burn out and you might just have like really intense drops of energy. So mm. that's a gift if you take it as an invitation to really reflect like why does that happen where what Mm -hmm. am I doing proceeding that kind of effect that I'm either causing you know this conflict or I'm causing this kind of just really like energy drain in myself Mm -hmm. so fascinating it's really a chance um for self-mastery and I think I think that's why I love astrology and want to learn so much about it too because it's I think it's all about self-mastery because it's like um expansion and it's expansion and retraction and it's also about how to grow and thrive in both expansion and in retraction because sometimes the planets are expanded and sometimes they're retracting the energy and where you have to go deeper look further in um could you tell us a little bit about about that yeah I actually was just talking to someone the other day um because I feel like 2018 has just been this exponential year of growth and movement Mm -hmm. and and it feels like where is the time going and also I can't keep up but yet look how much we've done I mean Mm. we really took the time to pause you know this is going to give us a chance to like this would be a great opportunity to count your successes and to really reflect on like what have I done and what moves Mm -hmm. have I made and what changes Mm -hmm. have I really come come forth from but we were talking about it and how you know in the midst of all this expansion it feels so contractive it, there's mm-hmm. so many fears that come up. It, it's so charged um, emotionally, you know, all this stuff that comes up to heal because it's a, that's part of the process, right? You know, we have to, as we grow and we outgrow the form that we're in, we have to integrate all of that healing, those lessons for what was holding us back from that. And the contraction, my, my point was that when we think of contraction, contraction is actually a sign that we've met a new edge. If you, mm. if you consider even like looking at the birth phase, it's you've outgrown the container that you've been gestating in or growing in the form that you've made and you're hitting a wall and it feels mm-hmm. like contraction. It feels like the walls are caving in on you. It feels like you're shrinking, but what's really mm-hmm. happening is you've outgrown and you're ready to expand beyond this edge. So mm. even using this whole retrograde cycle as a time to reframe how we interpret those those feelings when they come up 
because we're it's mm-hmm. it's a growing pain, you know. And how can we see that as a good sign rather than as something that's just like a heavy weight that's holding us back? Yeah, that's so important. I love what you said, you know, about the growing pain because that is really, you know, energetically that's what I feel we're going through as a collective growing pains because we're meant to evolve. You know, we can't be stagnant in, you know, in our consciousness and our evolution. And that means uh, we need to learn. We, we need to learn from us. We need to learn um, so that we can, yeah, review, reflect and uh, really learn from it so we can move forward in a new way, because I think we're seeing so many, you know, dark things out there, like in the news and things that are going on. And people are like, wow, it's never been so, so bad. And I say, actually, that's, I don't think that's, I think that we've never seen so much just in our faces, like sort of like our, sh- the shadow is coming to the light. It's not that it's worse than it's ever been. It's just a lot obvious and a lot more clear and yeah. we can review it. We can see it. We can say, we can be discerning and say, you know what? I don't think that's right. We need to stop this. And right. so collectively we're not, it's not that it's getting worse. I think that it's, it's getting better through our conscious uh, awareness. Yes. I love that you said that because, you know, all of like the light workers or the people that are, have, you know, just been doing that shadow work that's really where this is going to be a really big opportunity for them to step forward as well. And I think there's going to be a big call for leadership um, Mm -hmm. in that community, because a lot of that, a lot of us, we do that work and we kind of like hide away from the world because we have capacity to see in, in that darkness and to shine our light in places that most people don't want to, don't want to touch. And so Mm -hmm. this is also an opportunity for all of those gifts to come forward and for us to really honor that as a gift and Mm. help everyone move through this time and see that exactly the first step to change in anything is awareness. And Mm. that is, you know, sometimes I remember hearing like consciousness is traumatic (laughs) when I was starting Mm. to do any of this work. And I mean, it is kind of true because we're seeing clearly and Mm -hmm. that's hard. You know, we have, there's a level of acceptance and self-compassion and compassion just for, just for what is. Um, what is, yeah. That, yeah, that's really going to be called in to come. And, you know, this is like a big deal because it's going to, this is a lot about also, I think, containing your energy and being a, mm. you have to, you have to be in charge of your energy. Like this Mars retrograde is going to say like, you are your own boss. You know, you are your own caretaker. You are your, mm-hmm. it's redefining selfish in the way that's mm-hmm. like, you, I need you, like, I need you to put you first so that I don't have to worry about you because that's, we all take responsibility for ourselves. And we all have that ability to know that like, we don't have to put, we don't do the people pleasing. We don't Mm -hmm. have to do the conforming, the hiding, anything like Mm -hmm. that. It's like, ah, what a relief, you know, Mm. we're so much more available. We have so much energy in our resource to actually, when we do give, it comes from a place of wholeness and fullness and abundance and not a place of obligation or should. Mm. Um, Yeah. I think it's going to be, we're going to have to like learn how to deal with what comes up when we are called inward and we resist that call, you know, Mm. why do we resist that? And for me, it's been a lot about the belonging, um, like wanting to have any kind of external validation. And so that it's okay to need that time um, any kind of story around, no, I have to do, 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 or it won't get done. 
I know that's coming up for a lot of people and that paradigm is shifting, you know, like Uranus moved into Taurus and this month it's like, no, like there's a different way and it's time to really like start trusting that and doing it a different way and not trying to control every outcome, but really can you go with the natural flow? Can you kind of like do what, you know, you control you and, and let that mm. be done. That's so important. I think, I think it's, that is so, so important. It's like two pillars need to stand strong together. And I work a lot with, um, with my clients around love and things like that. And, um, a lot of them come, come, come to me like wanting to find the one. And I always turn it around and say, let's find the one in you first. Like let's you, it's about loving yourself first, taking care of yourself first, filling yourself first. And that's where you meet your counterpart but they also need to show up full too you know and, yeah. and it's like taking care of yourself and I you know I think it's so important and that comes back to self-love like when you love yourself then you can love others if you don't if you're punishing yourself in some ways or you know or hurting yourself or harming yourself or the world or others um it's just it always comes back to self-love and you know we're all learning these these really hard lessons tough love and and um going deeper within ourselves and, and then learning the lessons so we don't have to repeat them over and over again you know we don't want to do that anymore it's getting getting old right so yeah <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. totally and I know um you know just a lot of the women I'm connected to have been talking a lot about like throat chakra activation and purification and mm -hmm. in the energy world the throat chakra is a lot with creative self-expression and expressing mm -hmm. our truth and speaking that truth and also that it's our purification you know so we mm -hmm. are it's the bridge that allows us to purely um, move in the world and like give and extend ourselves so I think it's really important that we become comfortable with accepting who we are and accepting what we believe in and what we're doing and what we have to say and accepting, you know, where that's accepted. Uh, you and I talked about that earlier and coming to terms with the fact that it's okay if it's not something everybody understands mm -hmm. um, and not taking that personally and not needing, yeah. not needing that kind of external validation or mm -hmm. people or anything in order to really experience you know, get, share your message, like do your thing mm -hmm. because you're, Ex you're doing a disservice to everybody and mostly yourself, like you said. Um, but when we start to own who we are and like, love that, like you said, we naturally are going to attract the people that love us for who we are. And, mm -hmm. and so it's an inside out approach and healing journey that you're so right on with guiding your clients there. And that's, you know, that's all the coaching work I do as well. It's like, once we do it on the inside, it has to mirror on the outside. Mm -hmm. it, it can't help but mirror. And we have to be kind of comfortable. You know, Mars is, is also, it's like that sword. So it's letting go. Are you going to be mm -hmm. okay with the fact that as you start to embrace yourself, somebody might not like that. And are you, okay, mm -hmm. like, are you okay with that? In order to be true to yourself, can you let them go? And yeah. like, trust that's okay. Um, and that doesn't mean that you're, you know, an asshole. <laughs> yeah it's so it true it's yeah. so true I think that's that's so important um the, the throat chakra is such a big big part and I'm seeing that so much more and more 
Um, because I do work on all the chakras and the third chakra is something I had to work on for myself before I could help anyone else. I used to have the most blocked throat chakra. I could barely mutter a word. <laughs> like I could barely yeah. talk. I was just like, and I would always be like, sorry. <laughs> and, and just, it was so, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about how, how much it shifted, but it's like, now that I feel like my throat chakra I had to heal a lot because, you know, I think as feminine and as masculine as both, we've been taught to not speak our truth, not to be authentic with our heart and that our, our throat, our heart, all of our chakras are totally, there's something in between them so they can't really connect. And the truth is we want to connect all of them. We want to align all of them. And, um, you know, going back to the Mars retrograde, I think, um, that each time there is like a retrograde or astrological event, it's almost like an opportunity to go in and do some clearing work. And I think that's so beautiful. It's almost like the universe is giving us the opportunity to, to go deeper, to clear more, to come to a new discovery, to have another aha moment. Um, Oh yeah. (laughs) It's gorgeous. And and is there a new moon in Gemini this month? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, I totally agree with everything you just said, by the way. I love I love all of that. And I think collectively really finding our voice from the inside and working around the the edginess of when you find that. Because I think it's a wobbly, it's a wobbly healing journey, you know? I mean, once you find your voice and then you're just like, I have something to say. And then we can so we have to we have to learn how to refine it without diminishing it, you know? Um mm. and I think that'll be really really cool to see how the, the collectively, how are we going to start elevating the way that we're, we're speaking so that we're speaking not only more truth um, without any kind of like holding back, but it's, it's in a way that's helpful, not harmful, you know, we're not mm. just saying, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I know I was just thinking about like Facebook and how people go off and like sometimes the things that people do like using your voice doesn't mean like degrade you don't have to degrade someone else to use your voice like you can you can find a way to make it empowering and um have your voice be be heard you know there's a there's a balance and I think I actually think people can hear you better when you're in balance with your throat chakra when you with all your chakras because then the way you talk and the way that you convey when people are just it's just anger you, you can't be heard you know people shut down so yeah and I think what's what's like driving us when we do speak from that place or express mm-hmm. in that way and it's like that's fear driven at some level you're overcompensating for a fear of not being heard you know so I have to yell it or I have to overcompensate for a fear that this I'm going to project that this won't be accepted. So I'm going to, I'm going to defend it. And, you know, and so it's, it's really like, it's working it out from the inside out again. It's just like coming to terms Mm. with, I'm not just, do I believe, like, do I trust myself and do Mm -hmm. I feel confident and love myself to like, to express myself in a way? Cause it's just like you said, with anything, if we do it on the inside for ourselves, we give ourselves that permission and that validation then there's less need to project it in that way to justify it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know, it's understandable. There's a lot of, a lot of rights issues where people it's like, it's interesting because I think at first people might have to shout and be like, 
no that's not right yeah <laughs> then we can come to a place where we all when, when when we unite that's a that's the thing that's where we're going people we're coming to a place where we are wanting the same thing you know we want to have a healed world we want rights for everyone we want to have clean food clean water you know we want all pretty much like the basic same thing at the end of the day we all want to be loved feel safe um, and so also uniting and coming together with our voices is even more powerful. But I think individually, we're first refining within ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming together. <laughs> it's first learning but, to hear, hear your voice through the, mm-hmm. the fogginess of the, the social consciousness or social conditioning. So you have to get quiet enough, go inward enough to, first mm. of all, just take the initiative to listen for, for what it is that have, you have to say. And then, yeah, we talked about that earlier, that idea that there is no choir if there's only one sound so really it's mm. like we are in this together but that doesn't mean we have to say the same thing or say it in the same mm-hmm. way um it's almost more valuable and more important that and i think that's why it's all about going in because it's like get clear get clear mm-hmm. with yourself because we need to hear what you have to say you know we don't need to hear yeah. who you agree with i want to hear what you have to say so it'd be yeah. really cool to see and yeah, I'm really seeing for the moon cycles this month, um, the new moon is in Gemini on June 13th. And on that same day, just a few hours after that new moon, the sun and moon come together, Venus enters Leo and Mercury is making a sextile to Uranus. Um, so there's a lot of like new energy. There's like, like a lot of shifts and we know that we're moving forward and Venus, our heart, Mercury, our mind, both are coming into new energies right around the time of that new moon. It's like we're shifting into this new place, this new understanding, and this way of being and connecting our heart and mind. And then we have this new moon in Gemini to really like plant that seed underground. So it's not the time to mm. bring all of that newness out. It's again, it's that fragile mm-hmm. seed. So like find that that garden, that space where you can really cultivate whatever it is that's coming through for you. And I think that's going to be mm. really important for June. The first half is like getting really clear and a lot of self-containment and, you know, valuing it, whatever's coming through and nurturing it kind of in that dark phase. And then after, you know, it'll be, there will be the time when it comes out, but the energy's and the energy's on fire. Like it feels really exciting. I think we're all like feeling that we're getting that really like, yes, like, I feel like I'm going to, I'm ready. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's really awesome, powerful energy, but it's almost like the universe is asking us to respect it and mm. honor it by just containing it, planting it, watering it, um, sharing it in very mindful ways. Mm. I love that. I think there's something so beautiful about cultivating, you know, um, being in the forest. I'm really seeing everything has a cycle. Like you know, the, the peonies just bloomed a little while ago, but they were completely shut down. But before that, it was the irises that bloomed. And you can't rush it. You know, you have to be patient and trust, 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 trust that everything is coming in divine timing with the intention and with the watering, you know, cultivating, tending to. Um, that's actually an opportunity. That's where the roots start to grow. It's, and there's something beautiful about that in the darkness, in the, in the ground, in the soil where it really your foundation is and then from there you build and you grow up 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 so yeah that's where and it's like mars happens. mars going retrograde to what you're saying mm-hmm. it's like the action is in the inaction you know it mm-hmm. becomes 
it becomes the, the action is in the trust and in the patience and in the, in the space to allow it to grow and be ready mm. to do something with it. Um, I think sometimes it's like, we get these really great ideas. these like grander ideas. And then we get stuck in, in reality or in ego where it's like, okay, I have to make this happen and mm-hmm. we lose it, you know, we lose mm-hmm. it and it, it, it burns out. So it's going to be really powerful to see, you know, how people work with this and trust. I, I so mm. love that you brought that word into this. I think that that's huge. Um, and just letting it, like letting what you know, you know, like let it be true for you and don't need to prove that. It will prove yeah. it's like truth always speaks for itself, right? Mm. Um, yeah, so mm. it's a lot of fire, a lot of new energy, a lot of like waking up and we're all just super excited, but I think it's just so important for us to have a maturity with it. Um, and just a re- like an honoring to that process, like you said, and then the full moon that's happening. Well, then the sun enters cancer on the 21st and we have our summer solstice. So that's the time where, um, we have equal, you know, day and night or it's the longest day of the year. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the longest day of the year. And then after that, we start to have shorter and shorter days until we get to the winter solstice. But on that, it's like, we're going to have the, if we think about the day and the sun as the light of the consciousness, we're going to have this, the summer solstice come in this month where it's like, we have so much energy and vitality to work mm. with so much at our fingertips. Um, and it's kind of like that culmination point. Like we've gathered so many things. We've really filled ourselves up in a sense and, and woken up to so many things, brought light to so many new things. And now it becomes like a little bit of that distilling period where we go in and we kind of say, okay, like how, what, what do I actually want to work with? And what's maybe just not the right time. So that Mars retrograde will help with the mm-hmm. discernment of that. Um, and that's in the middle of the moon cycle before as the moon's waxing it's building to its fullness we're coming into that capricorn full moon on june 27th um which is conjunct saturn so that's (laughs) in saturn's retrograde um and Hmm. it's the day after mars stations retrograde this month so mars stations retrograde the 26th Uh 27th we have the full moon in capricorn conjunct saturn and Saturn and Mars, I mean, they are all about boundaries and Mm -hmm. separation and limitation and what's mine and what's yours and Mm. integrity of the work that we're doing. Mm -hmm. I think it is just like self-containment, self-ownership. It's a full moon. So it's like since 2018 started, how have you been able to come home to yourself? And really um, develop this authority, this inner authority. I think it's going to become really clear that it's like, do we, you know, we get to see, we get to see how far we've come in that and really just like being ourselves and owning that and, you know, listening to that inner directive. Um, So it'll be really cool. That self-containment, that unconditional self-trust that Mm. is so necessary to perceive that free self-expression and mm-hmm. just that lesson of you belong to no one and in that mm-hmm. you belong to the world you know I mean we're like mm-hmm. you said, it's just not needing to conform to fit any ideal group or whatever it's like yes let it come together by being yourself wow that's just so gorgeous I mean I am loving it and the themes that are coming up I I love hearing about the themes 
so in tune with what I've been feeling, you know, and um, it's, it's such an affirmation. And that's why I just think it's so important to, to verbalize um, astrologically, like what's going on. Uh, so people can have more awareness and then they can work with the energy instead of against it um, and take the opportunities that are available. There's so many this month. Wow. June is jam packed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, <laughs> with so much goodness. Um, but could you just tell us briefly a little bit about Saturn before, before we end the call? Yeah. Um, do you mean like in respect to that full moon or just currently um yeah exactly like how 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 that how that affects um it, it seems like such a big you know sign that's coming yeah. coming forward you know for review um yeah what how is that how is that directly going to affect people totally I think overall I do want to make a, a note here that I'm in June there's been a lot of like those outer planets, bigger shifts, you know, Saturn just entered Capricorn in December of 2017. Um, he's now retrograde. And then Uranus just entered Taurus just these last few weeks. Um, and so around the Taurus new moon and these moon cycles this month are highlighting those, those shifts, those, you know, bigger collective energetic shifts that we've been going through. Mm -hmm. And so the new moon's really highlighting. There was so much to <laughs> energetically shifted when you're on his move I know everybody I talked to is just like what the hell I mean it was so funny <laughs> but now it's like you're coming out of it you're like coming out of the fog and it's really exciting because it's you know that future kind of orientation and thinking and that's really being activated in that Gemini new moon you know it's mm -hmm. Mercury is the ruler of Gemini and it's sextiling Uranus so it's it's really giving that kind of impetus to to grow what's been coming out of that so we're like oh, this happened and now I'm kind of like inspired to do something with it. So that's like the new moon. And then the full moon is, you know, all of 2018 has been this new Capricorn, Saturn and Capricorn energy. Um, and so we're really like this full moon's kind of highlighting that shift and how it's been going for us. <laughs> I think Saturn is, he's he's got always the best intention. And it's that step-by-step energy of really what is it in service of and what mm -hmm. am I committed to for the long haul what am I committed mm. to not because it's an instant gratification but because mm. it's aligned to my my core values and Saturn at the end of the day he just wants to bring form and he wants to make things more real he is the archetype of chronos in time so He's really, um, it's an invitation. He's at his home sign in Capricorn. It's like, he's not in a rush, but he wants to do mm -hmm. it. He wants to do it to the, the highest quality and the highest service, degree of service. Mm. Um, so I think, you know, that full moon is also going to show us that, like show mm -hmm. us the, the value of being in integrity and in what we do and the oh. value of oh, wow. seeing what felt like we haven't moved because sometimes, I mean, that's what it feels like, you know, like, Saturn, it's like you're the steps are so big and so heavy and you're just like you're never going anywhere. You feel like you're just stuck. I'm currently in my Saturn return, so I might be a little biased in how I'm describing this, but it's um it's once you take a pause, you know, like this full moon, take a pause mm -hmm. and look back, you'll see, oh holy shit. Like I've come so far and what I've created was a foundation for something so much bigger 
than any mm. small fun project along the way. You know, I think mm-hmm. we're going to get to see not just the changes that have been so fleeting, but with Saturn and Capricorn and this cap with this full moon, it's like, we've been changed, you know, like 2018, mm-hmm. we've changed a lot. And I think it's a Ooh, time to yes. own that and embody <laughs> that. And just like, mm-hmm. it is different. We are different. And that's awesome. You know, like give yourself enough time to really let that integrate and see it and witness it so that we can mm. keep, when we use that, we use that validation and that, um, you know, ability to really celebrate ourselves and our successes and our, how much we've grown. We use that to, to then keep going. You know, it's like, mm. okay, no, this isn't for nothing. I'm not, not moving. It's actually, yeah. Um, yeah. It just takes time. This year's been time. It, yeah. oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's, that's all I was saying. It just takes time. <laughs> like, it really does take time. And I think it takes more time sometimes than we realize. Like this year's, you know, we're, we're, we've, we're hitting the mark past halfway, you know, we're just about, um, halfway. And it's just, you know, you think about it. I was just reflecting on that. I'm like, I see, I know I've gotten so much done this year, but, but I'm like, but I also feel like I need to do so much more. And, um, but then I'm like, well, I'm also not the same person that I was when the year started. You know, I'm a mm-hmm. totally, I feel like I'm a totally different person. Every year I'm a new person, mm-hmm. every six months. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just keep, we just keep evolving. And I don't think it's really like being a new person. What I really see collectively is that we're actually just really embodying more of who we truly are. And, uh, you know, as we bring in ourself and, and, and really coming more into wholeness and self-acceptance, um, it's almost like we're inviting more of our oversoul to come in because it's like in our body, we can, we can carry a small part of us or we can carry a big part of us, you know? And I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, I always say I have a small, a small part and I have a big part and my big part is like the oversoul and inviting that part in more and more really makes me feel more whole because I'm like, I feel more and more like who I really am. If that makes yeah. any sense. And I feel like a lot yeah, of people yeah. are going through that too. It's like, we're coming home to ourselves. We are bringing heaven on earth. We are manifesting <laughs> it through our own vessel of light, you know? Yes. Oh my God. I'm like feeling so fired up by this. Yes, totally. Totally. And just feeling good about that, you know, and mm-hmm. owning that and being like, oh, this is like how it's supposed to be, you know? Um, I don't, 2018, authenticity is the name of the game, man. And mm. Saturn is, is no bullshit. You know, there's another thing with Saturn and Capricorn, he's, he's strong here. And so are his, his um, energies of consequences. So it's also been like a little bit of forced growth in the sense that this year, if we've wavered on that, on that commitment to really just step fully into ourselves, it, it's been painful. You know, the resistance we've met within mm-hmm. ourselves. Um, it's like our souls are just getting so fed up with the bullshit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I remember talking to a girlfriend about, about how lucky we are that we have such a strong soul that it's, Mm. it's capable of kind of taking over when, when we aren't strong enough to, to hold that integrity and make the decisions Mm. that are aligned. And then at the moment, it feels like it's not going our way or things are falling out of our hands or we're being completely Mm -hmm redirected but we always look back at those moments as gifts because it's like oh yep 
I had no idea what I really wanted um, or needed. Oh, you know? yes. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, That's God, June important. is like, we're like at the threshold, you know? <laughs> June's like, we've come so far, and now we've seen that we've come so far. We're not just like, we're not just trying to get there. We're like, holy shit, like I did it. And <laughs> And now we're like, I'm going to keep going. Oh my God, I have even more to do and say. And just um, honoring that. It's really funny. Yeah. I just I just looked up and there's a spider weaving a web from my light, like just right in front of my face. Are you serious? Because yes. I have to tell you, um, I, on, our, on this call, on this podcast, I had a little spider to my right. And I've been looking at it and it's been looking at me and it wasn't that little. And um, I was just sort of like sending it some love and it was like sending me some, some energy. And I was like, this is so cool. If everybody knew that they could just connect like any yeah. animal, any insect at any time. But I, but also it was sending me this, this medicine, like spider medicine. And I don't know what that is yet. I have to look that up. But no, spider yeah. medicine, do you know what that it's is? Yeah, yeah, because spiders are really prominent <laughs> in my life, but especially lately. Um, like right now, I'm looking at the spider, and it appears to just be dangling in the sky, right? But the mm -hmm. truth is, it's weaving this, like, masterful web, and mm. I can't see it, but that's, that's like, that creative intelligence life mm. force that's, like, mm. manifestations always happening behind the veils of reality like we can't see it yeah but it's being yes. created and it's holding us it's like that net that holds us and oh. that trust um spiders are also ancient feminine wisdom and so really coming back to again listening to our intuition our our soul mm. that voice of our soul and having discernment to you know there's also a little bit of like protection and discernment that's that the spider asks mm -hmm. is like be wary of any kind of manipulation and the way to do mm. that is to really be clear with yourself you know and then mm -hmm. and then you're not lost in that and the stories or the mm. yeah that's, that's so, so beautiful it's just like that was that was and I'm telling you it was so prominent and I kept looking at it and then I was like I'm not gonna be like freaked out it's like right here it's totally connected with me as I'm as I'm on this call and um it's so funny that you're connected to your spider um we must be we must be bringing a lot of spider energy through this call i'm just looking it up it's patience receptivity feminine energy creativity um being the weaver of of your own life's fate you know yeah. and also the shadow self because you know everyone's scared of the spider but That's what i was gonna um, say is as we come into our power <laughs> we have to face that fear of like Sometimes I think, especially as women, we fear our power a little bit. Mm. Um, we're taught yeah. that it's, it's scary. You know, the, the abuse of power um, that we've seen, it's like when we see power abused or misused in the way that we mm -hmm. have, of course, we'd want to avoid it, you know, because of course. we associate that know. with power. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, it's like this spider is not a threat, you know, like mm -hmm. you are so in line with the spider and there is power here, but how do you respect that power and, mm -hmm. and fear it? Yeah. Oh, so incredible. So cool. I love so cool. <laughs> all the synchronicities. We are so, we are so aligned here. It's so beautiful. I could just talk to you for light years, but I think um, <laughs> well, I'd like to thank you so much for coming on. And, you know, I'm going to post your website below so people can find you if they'd like to get their 
their charts done. It's pretty incredible experience. I, I have to say that was really great. And the way you explained everything to me was easy to understand. Um, even though it's like a new language, uh, I felt like I learned a lot just in, in that um, reading. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for coming on and sharing all of your wisdom. I just adore you and your energy. Um, so I hope you'll come back again soon. Yeah, thank you so much. I had so much fun. And I look forward <laughs> to just, yeah, putting, you know, as I embrace these things and really putting myself out there as well through all this. So we're in this together. It's so it's such an exciting time. And I'm so grateful that we got to do this in the beginning of June together. Yay. Until next time, have a beautiful day and so much love. Yes, thank you. Bye bye.